My name is Richard Villegas. I'm joined by the incredible, the prestigious. <laughs> I can't even. I'm Beverly Bryan. <laughs> and uh, we are joined uh, by yet another guest. We are so fortunate that these people are just like knocking down our doors to be on this incredibly legendary up and coming podcast. I begged him. <laughs> um, and we're joined by Kevin Leon from, from Costa Rica. Hola. What's up? How's it going, folks? Nice to meet you all. Um, and so, yeah, Kevin's in New York, you know, doing his thing. And uh, Kevin is a part of Super Legitimo, uh, an incredible sort of music. Uh, Actually, why don't you describe thing. what is Super Legitimo? Thank you. Um, all right, so Super Legitimo is a lot of things. It uh, kind of uh, came out of a different collective that I was doing with a bunch of friends and stuff. And... You know, we just kind of couldn't, like, get it together. It's too many, you know, too many cooks in the kitchen. And uh, I just kind of needed to be able to, like, have my own thing. And I kind of took all the contacts we had made through the collective, and I just uh, put them all in a zine. And I called it Super Legitimo. And it was, like, you know, just, like, this master list of, like, all the different bars and sound guys and where to rent PA equipment and like you know where you can go like practice and uh do screen printing and I wanted to just kind of like like a Costa Rican fact sheet five yeah or like uh what is it uh maximum rock and roll you know there's like all these types of uh, you know zines that have done it you know I'm not reinventing anything but it was definitely the first time it had been done in Costa Rica. It was a guide to Tico Indie. Exactly. Right. So basically, if you're like an up-and-coming band, or if you're like even just like somebody that's interested in music or something like that, but don't think that there's anything going on, you know, this is a good starter pack. And I did like a big list of like all the bands that like just play and stuff like that. And, you know, kids kind of really loved it, and it kind of worked. Like, you know, it's a few years later now, like two, three years later, and you can kind of see... That I've, you know, helped along a certain amount of kids to, like, get their stuff together. And now there's, you know, a bunch of other collectives doing stuff and lots more bands. And you can see the bands that I've put on kind of, like, influence other bands. And now there's, like, little scenes within the scene and stuff. So so how would, what would you describe Super Legitimo as? Like, what is it? It's tough. I mean, I actually kind of like to keep it vague. Like, you know, we started, like I said, as a zine. Then I kind of started doing uh, events and stuff like that. And then I've done music videos and I'm doing photography. So I like to keep it kind of, like, very vague so that I can just kind of, you know, get in where I fit in, man. And, like, when I feel like... It's saturated in a certain spot and, like, you know, my job's done there. Like, because at the end of the day, like, all I want is, like, to go to good shows. All I want is, like, for there to be zines and, like, cool stuff happening that I can go do. So once it's, like, happening, I'm just kind of like, all right, like, I'm not going to, like, you know, like, start, like, competing. And, like, you know, I'm not going to, like, you know, start this kind of, like... You know, like, oh, man, they got a show tonight, too. Like, I got to make sure my show's better. And, like, I'm not going to... just here for the music, man. Basically. Basically, I mean, no, that's awesome. And also, um, you know... that's how we got into it. Yeah, for sure. Um, And my introduction to Super Legitimo or Super Legitimo, I need to 
Um, actually, you pronouncing... said Latino before. I, I, well, know, I, was I was going. I was, I was going. I was I can, like, I we're in do, America. I'm I, gonna follow no, but your I, lead. I can do. I, no, but I can do it. I can <laughs> make I can, super make, I can make my G's nice and soft. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, let's um, do it. <laughs> and so my introduction to Super Legitimo was, you know, your video mixtapes that I thought ah, were really yeah. cool. And you know, um, you know the 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 way they're like it's all put together, you could really look at that as, like, um, a, a video zine or, like, a video... Um, yeah, okay. like Or, like, a zine online, you know? It's, like, another way of presenting um, stuff that you're excited about that you want to share with people. At least that was the way I looked at it. That was definitely the intention. Like, it started off with, like, normal mixtapes and stuff, and then, you know, like, all of a sudden I was, like, hanging out with one of my boys who's, like, starting to do a lot of, like, analog uh, synths, uh, visuals and stuff like that, so a whole, like, kind of... Uh, what do you call it, like, hack uh, into, like, this analog technology video stuff and, like, create his own synths that, like, then create, you know, visuals and all this sort of stuff that he'll then project on the bands and, like... So we were just gonna do, like, some, like, fun visuals, like, at first, and then we ran into, like, these other friends that were, like, recording stuff on VHS and we're like, all right, well, instead of using, like, shit we find on the internet, let's use, like, actual stuff we're filming... And then those friends were like, hey, why don't you tell Kim, like, she, you know, she does video stuff. Like, why don't you tell her to, like, do something for, like, uh, Sinisa, who's, like, our friends and stuff. So it just kind of, like, snowballed from there. And before we knew it, we had, like, over 20 different, like, visual artists involved and over 20 bands involved. And I just, you know, it might not have been, like, the most savvy you know, strategy to, like, release it all at once in, like, an hour and 20 minutes, you know, maybe I could have, like, split them all up, but I kind of wanted to, like, it to be overwhelming and just be, like, there's so much stuff going on right now, like, look at all this stuff, like, even if you don't like the video, the song is good, even if you don't like the song, the video's good, like, if you don't like anything, at least, like, know that this exists, you know, and, like, stuff's going on, and if it's not good right now, it's only gonna get better, because, like, you know, that's also why I put, like, a lot of, like, demos next to, like, uh, studio recordings, and I'll give, like, somebody that's never done a video before, you know, and I'll put them right before somebody that's, like, working with, like, big directors and doing commercial stuff, just so that everybody can kind of, like, healthy, just kind of, like, a healthy competition where it's, like, you know, it's not that yours is better or worse, it's just, like, know that this exists, know that everybody had limited resources to put this together, and this is what we all came up with and just kind of like, you know, feel out what's going on. And I think like you can all, almost it, it all kind of like you can see that there's like a lot of influences and it all kind of works together. Like, I don't feel like there's one video that kind of stands out more like there are better ones, I guess, technically and stuff. But all together, I feel like it just works like fits really nicely. Like I Nobody's think, bigger like, than the sum of its parts. Exactly. Right? And that's kind of what I wanted to like, you know, communicate. Um, I really liked watching the video mixtape the way it went. I mean, you know, it was almost maybe two hours long. But yeah, like an hour and 20 minutes, yeah. It almost felt like um, what I imagine it must have been like to watch uh, MTV in the early days right. where you're just like, what is happening? Yeah, this, is, yeah. this is awesome. I absolutely wanted that. You know, <clears> it just kind of like... You know, you can... Like, we did screenings and stuff like that, and, like, people would, like, go and sit and watch it. And I was, you know, the first time they clapped and stuff, I was like, oh, my God. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what is going on, you know? That's a cool kind of happening. That was You know, just, we're just going to play all these music videos. Yeah, yeah. And, like, people showed up. And, you know, the first night there was, like, 300 people. Second night there was, like, 150 people. Wow. Third night there was, like, 75 people. You know, we did three nights. And we did um, installations. And we put on a bunch of people to do, like, kind of like a gallery. And, like, you know, it was just, like, a big party. 
We had like Senora Rio, Bengalas, uh, Animazules, which are like these kind of producers doing like a lot of Latin flavored stuff and kind of like this neo reggae and stuff like uh, reggaeton. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, it was just like a really good time and uh, people really showed up for it. And what was even more crazy is like people were actually like, how do I get involved in the next one? So now it's already like, all right, like we got to keep doing this. Like people want to be a part of this and they really like this and you know, we got to do more. Well, let's listen to some tunes from Costa Rica. Um, most of these bands are from San Jose. Um, for the most part. And they're for the most part, all new. And for the most part, they all sing in Spanish. A few of them are in English and stuff, but, uh, you know, I try and give priority to, like, people that are composing in Spanish, and I feel like that's kind of the direction we need to, like, take in order to really stand out and, you know, have something to say, but, um... Who would you like to start off with? Um, let's do... Uh, the first one on the list is Arde Pluton. Yeah, you let's do that. Her? Yeah, let's start with Arde Pluton. She's this great uh, lady who was actually in The Great Wilderness, She's only like 22, 23, but she's been playing since she's like 15, 16. And this is her like bedroom project. She's doing everything from, you know, the vocals to the synths to just the whole thing, man. And she's by far one of my favorites. Fantastic. All right. So this is Arde Pluton with Galactica.
so the next song you said you wanted to hear um Bengalas. He's called Bengalas. Well, yeah. Bengalas is the band, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's oh, uh, yes, one man. one woman, and she's killing it again. Like we have a, like a lot of women, kind of like on the come up and stuff, and they're kind of doing it all just because it's so difficult for them to like get people to back them up and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's still you know it's still it's very new. Scene. Oh, absolutely, and like you know, there's bands like La Roretas and Color Noise and stuff that have been like kind of like you know opening up like the scene for for women and stuff, but. Um, I feel like I still have to go out of my way a little bit to, uh, you know, kind of give them a leg up and, like, give them a shot just because no one else is. And, you know, it's still kind of necessary there and stuff. Do you find that audiences are still dismissive? Like, you know, someone like Color Noise. Oh, oh, absolutely. Lady Rock. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, When Las Roberta's opened up for Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam picked them. They opened for Pearl Jam? They opened for (laughs) Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam picked them. And people were like, this is bullshit. Like, this is garbage. Like, who are these girls? They can't even play. Like, wh- what? Like, it's like, dude, like, the band Meanwhile, them. they're probably the biggest band from Costa Rica. People had a hard time accepting that. That's like, crazy. that wow. was a big, big, big thing. And I feel like it's still something that we're dealing with. And so, you know, uh, I feel like a little affirmative action is not, you know, heavy-handed right now. Right. I feel like it's adequate. And I feel like the projects are solid. And they just need to, like, keep putting in work. But they can't put in work if you, they don't get put on. So I put them on. That's and, dope. Yeah. Okay, so um, so this is Bengalas. Um, and you said, like, it's just, like, reggaeton or... Yeah, this song, this song is, it's, yeah, it's very fun, party, lighthearted. But, you know, it comes from, like, a solid place. Like, she knows her stuff. Awesome. All right, here we go. This is Bengalas with... Mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> Sabes que bailar no es 
so that was dope. So there's a lot of interesting music going on right now. And um, you mentioned that you were born and raised in New York. So can you tell us the story of how you got involved with the Costa Rican indie music scene and to the point where you were like making all these videos? Um, yeah, I mean, it definitely wasn't the plan. Like that was not, you know, it's not some master plan and it's still not. And it's still very much so just kind of... You know, there's, like, a real necessity out there and stuff. But, um, so basically how I got out there is my parents are Costa Rican. So I would go out there every summer. You know, I didn't go to summer camp. I would go to Costa Rica. And I would go out to my grandma's house and, you know, play in the mud and, like, eat mangoes under the tree and, like, do all that, like, beautiful Costa Rican mountain and, you know, rivers and go to the pond and all that sort of stuff. As someone who grew up in the Caribbean, that speaks to me. Yes. On a really <laughs> profound level. It's It was incredible because, you know, then I would come back to New York and I would have that perspective. And, you know, it was definitely very healthy and, like, I'm very happy that happened. But, you know, eventually, like, you know, you turn into a teenager and you're a piece of crap and your mom's not going to send you to fucking vacation. So I stopped going for a good while. And, you know, I started getting kind of involved in the Brooklyn scene. And uh, I worked a lot with, like, the Super Chief dudes. And, uh, you know, I worked with, like, this uh, these dudes called Murdertronics that were doing kind of, like, this, like, dubstep thing. Okay. But back when, like, you know, dubstep, when like, pre-Skillix, pre-Skillix, all that. And, uh, you know, I went on tour with, like, Ninja Sonic and, like, The Death Set and, like, all these other dudes, uh, Cerebral Ballsy, like, we went all the way down to, like, South by Southwest. That's funny, because we just brought up the flat. What? Um, oh, the flat, right, yeah, right, 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 right. Like, did, weren't members, um, from The Death Set, like, invested in that? Didn't they Maybe. invest in that? Maybe. I'm not sure. I remember the Bodega. Bodega was, like, a spot that I would go to a lot that, like, the Super Truth dudes were involved with. And, uh, yeah, there was, like, a few a few different ones. I mean, most of them are kind of closed now and stuff, though, I feel like. I feel like everything's kind of gone away. But, um, so that's kind of how I got my start with, like, music stuff. And then I worked with, like, Shameless Management. And there was, like, this kind of hip-hop stuff, like Team Facelift, a few other kids. Like, so that was kind of my schooling. But I got really burnt out and just, you know, like, the whole scene thing was kind of, like, wearing on me. And I ended up going out to Costa Rica after, like, you know, five years of not being out there, you know. And um, I, my mom had, like, this abandoned farm. Like, she just had, like, a bunch of land. And there was, like, a pool. And there was, like, you know, a house. And, like, a few little kind of, like, apartment-type things. But, you know, just, like, real, you know, just nice little two bedrooms or whatever. And um, so she had been building this out, you know, since she moved out to, from the States. She would always send money back. You know, that was, like, this typical thing to do you know you it's a very Latin story uh, right you know you invest in in your hometown thinking you're gonna go back and she's still you know she's still here has never never gone back or anything so I found this like kind of abandoned spot and I'm like oh this is what I want you know I want to get away from the city I want you know a little quarter life crisis or whatever and I did not want to have anything to do with organizing or, you know, making moves or, like, you know, trying to push people to do things or whatever it was, you know. No creative impulses in that sense. And I just very low-key, a uh, couple of years, just kind of, like, worked the land and, you know, very difficult, apparently. <laughs> not an easy job. Nope. Didn't last very long. 
uh, before, you know, the farm basically became a show space and we started doing screen printing and cool. yeah, so, That's you basically know, everyone's dream. Anyway. So basically, you're, you yeah. are literally living the dream. It, for a while I was, for a while I was totally, uh, no, this was up in the mountains of Alajuela. So okay. yeah, so this is, um, a little more mountainous and, uh, not nearly as cool as San Jose or anything like that. So it was very, just to give you a little, like uh, what I was doing as for a fun night was every full moon I would go to a drum circle in like the middle of like town and that was like our fun thing to do and everyone would kind of hang out and dance and stuff and that was that was my life for a while, you know? Okay. All until I saw uh, Las Robertas with the whole thing I was telling you about with Pearl Jam and stuff. So th this was like a big thing on like... And just a quick FYI for you guys, because uh, this happened while the mic was off, but he was ba uh, Kevin was basically telling us about how La Robertas opened up for Pearl Jam when they came to Costa Rica a few years ago. And it was like a big thing, uh, very negative. Uh, a lot of machismo came out and a lot of dudes were, you know, shitting on the band. They were not happy that, you know, these girls were opening up for Pearl Jam and who are they and all this sort of stuff. And I saw the name Las Robertas, and I was like, oh, this is something that I am, like, what is this? Like, I want to know. And I, you know, investigated, and I found out they were playing other shows. And I went to this place called The Signboard that has since closed and everything. But that was kind of how I found out about this. But, um, you know, that was my first uh, interaction with, like, the scene, and I was blown away. You know, this bar, The Signboard, it's like... You know, very industrial looking. It's like an old factory type place that's been like remodeled. So it was very Brooklyn-y, you know, it uh, felt right at home. I was right. like, oh, this is, this is what, you know, this is, I didn't even know this existed here. So I haven't by any means, you know, invented the scene or, you know, I'm not, you know, pioneering the scene or anything. I like to think that I've been kind of curating and I've been able to like see which bands should be playing together, you know? Like, so I was like, oh, Les Robertas, they should be playing with this band, and, like, they should be opening, not closing. They should be doing this, and, like, oh, we should get visuals, because that'll, like, enhance the space, and we should also work with this DJ in between the bands, like they used to do here, you know? So there's no dead air between the bands and stuff. So I've kind of, like, gotten in, in that space where, like, all these elements were around, everything was happening... Just nobody was really, like, putting them together in the right way. So that's kind of where I've, like, been able to find my place. And the farm was just, like, the perfect breeding ground for the experimentation and stuff. Because we didn't have to pay anything, you know. We could just, you know, all we had to do was, like, rent sound. And most of the bands were down to play for free. You know, they understood that, you know, this was, like, a very unique space. That this was, like, an experimental place. That we were really going to be able to, like, do whatever we wanted there. And people saw the value in that, you know. They they were very down and very supportive pretty much from the get-go. Like, I remember, you know, the, in the playlist that we got, uh, one of the closing bands is Monte. And I remember one of the first shows I did, him coming up to me. I didn't even know who he was, you know. And he was like, dude, like, very good. Like, I like what you're doing, you know. Like, I would do this and I would do that. And very helpful, very... You know, like, you know, very keep going, you know, so and that encouraging, was encouraging. Yeah. 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 And uh, that's, yeah. That's awesome. All right. So, oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> well, so what do we have next? Uh, so next we're going to step it up a notch. Uh, and this is Sinisa. I actually live with these dudes. So these are my roommates and stuff. <laughs> you know, a little shameless self-promotion there. But uh, these guys are fun, man. You know, this is kind of like some emo stuff. It's a little punk at times and stuff. But uh it's in Spanish, and it kicks ass, man. Like, these guys uh, have been doing stuff for a while, 
And uh, so this is Sinisa with Candy Flip. So next we got Avenegro, which are definitely like one of the more well-known. They're like uh, kind of like the brother band of uh, Las Robertas. So Las Robertas and Avenegra, Meche and and uh, Russell are actually dating and stuff. So they're like this like kind of, you know, power couple in the scene and stuff. Ah. And, you know, they tour and like Avenegra kills it uh, just as the Las Robertas do. But um, yeah, so this is off their new stuff, and this is on the style rock and roll, and yeah, kicks ass. Just to hear more songs. What have you got? 
Um, so this is something really special. This is uh, Mari Navarro, and uh, this is like her solo project that's not even really a project, just kind of bedroom. You know, she's got like some uh, equipment she's been kind of getting together, and she plays in like this like anarchist punk band. She's like a really awesome drummer, but she also is the new synth uh, slash, uh, I think, a uh, guitar player for uh, Color Noise. So she's doing, like, um, she's helping out there also now, and she's just, like, again, like, another really young, like, woman just on the come up and just, like, killing it, and this is something she did all by herself, like, she fucking recorded the whole thing all in her house, she plays everything, and it's just, like, nice track. Cool. Uh, what's her name? And I'm sorry, the name of the track again? Uh, Mari Navarro, and the, it's called Dead Ringer, Yeah. I just landed in San Jose. I'm crashing. I, I just got to my friend's apartment, dropped all my bullshit, took a nap on the couch. Where do I go? What's popping in San Jose right now? Ugh, that's such a, like, hard question. I mean, it's not really. Like, it's very easy, but it's so hard to be solid. Like, I guess if you're young and queer, like, you would go to Vavel. Like, that's, like, where shit's popping. Like, that's where the, like, real electronica just kind of, like... You know, th- th- those are, like, the most solid parties. I would be like, go there, you'll definitely have a good time. Other places are very... Depends what day it is, depends right. who's doing the show, depends what happened the weekend before, depends if it's, like, pay... Like, they pay quincena, so every 15th mm-hmm. they pay, you know, right? So it depends if it's quincena, is it raining? Like, there's so much that factors in to, like, is it going to be a good night in Costa Rica? It's it's insane. Like, it's, is there a it's, specific neighborhood? Like, is there a Williamsburg? Yeah, no, we don't have that too much. Like, uh, yeah, right. not yet. I mean, like, it's it's definitely happening, but more on a restaurant level and a living uh, level. Okay. Not so much in a party level. Parties are still kind of, like, spread out and stuff. Are, is, is our house parties, like, still a thing? Like, can you still go to someone's wish, house and see I a band? I wish. House parties, for me, are, like, near and dear to my heart. That's, like, almost my favorite type of party. 
and they don't happen. Most people don't live alone. So most people live at home with their parents. So if there's a house party, it's because your parents went away or something like that. And uh, so that is something that needs to change, and I've pushed to change, and I'm always on the lookout for a house party, but they are not, you know, they're not happening, really. So what you end up with is uh, La Teta de Malta, which, again, these are, like, horrible names that are, like, kind of, like, coming about. There's, like, La Cola del Mono and, like, <laughs> La Concha la Lora and, like, all these terrible, terrible names of, like, these places... And it's, like, a fad, kind of. And so there's, like, a few places. There's antique, I guess, to, like, go and party. But there's definitely no, like, you know, punk spot. There's no, like, I don't know, Death by Audio or anything like that. So, you like, know, where which, are La There's no Death by Audio here either. Where are they playing? That's the thing, you know? Like, uh, sometimes they play here, sometimes they play over there. Like, there's no... It's, yeah, but, I mean, it's very, like... Ah, man, it's so tough. Just, like, there's no... There aren't any solid places to play, really. Like, it's constantly changing. There's a place called El Sotano, but that's, like, just, like, the catch-all. Like, you can just... Everything there, which kind of loses its, like... You know, it's not as special anymore, you know? When, like, you go there, and it's jazz night, and then the other night, it's hip-hop night, and then the other night, it's punk night, and then the other night... You know, like, that's fine, and, like, it's good and all, but, like, you end up going there, like, three times a week, and then it's just, like, you know, you don't want to go there anymore and stuff, right. and that's kind of what ends up happening, where it's just, like, the same few bars, same people, you're preaching to the choir, scene's not growing, you know, the spaces aren't accommodating or anything like that, you know? But you don't think the scene is growing? It is, but it's... It's not, again, like, and this is why I'm also out here. It's also kind of trying to, like, get perspective again and stuff like that. Because, like, a lot of times people glorify, like, oh, if we were in New York, things would be different. Right. You know, if I was in L.A., like, oh, it'd be so much better. And it's like, dude, like, shit, you know, it's fucking tough everywhere. Like, it's not exactly, like, you know, it's not like people sell out their shows here all the time, you know, also and stuff. And, you know... So well, Normal and Epicentro are like making big splashes there. Like, is that helping at all in the scene? Yes, I think so and stuff. But I mean, if you look at Epicentro, they're not like charging. You know, like a lot of their stuff is free. Cool. Like they're sponsored. Which is great. Yeah, it's totally. But they're they're betting on it. They're definitely betting on the scene is growing and everything, and they have the proper connections where they can get sponsorships and stuff. I am, you know, it's half I can't get sponsorships, half I don't want them. But, you know, it's it's kind of like, it's, it's interesting. It, things are definitely moving. It's just a matter of, like, are they moving fast enough? Are we outgrowing? Are there more bands than there are people that want to go see your bands, right. you know? Are the prices too high? Are they too low? Are the sound guys making too much money? Is the sound equipment too expensive? Should we buy our own sound equipment? Should we get our own place? So, you know, constantly, and I feel like that's healthy also. And I feel like if you're in this for the money, you know, you're not, Doing it yeah, right. exactly. So I feel like things are definitely moving. And again, like, this is why I'm kind of out here. I'm kind of out here, you know, checking shit out, seeing what's up. You know, I'm going to some shows, seeing some places. I'm always talking to people, you know, trying to see how things are working here and how things, uh, you know, what's what, what can I take with me, you know, uh, right now. I'm about to go see um, a friend. Uh, she's in uh, this uh, new band called Weeping Icon and stuff. And we were talking about safe spaces and, uh, you know, about the rules in, uh, you know, uh, Silent Barn and stuff like that. How they have, like, you know, these, like, certain kind of things you can't and can, can do. And, you know, 
well, what happens if there's, you know, somebody that's shady around or, like, somebody gets accused of something? Like, all these things are important and, right. like, it, it comes with the territory of, like, founding or, you know, kind of laying the, the framework of a new scene or something like that. And that's what I love about Costa Rica is that it's very open. There are, the, the rules aren't written and it's not this thing where you have to do things a certain way. It's very... You know, we're figuring it out, and I think that's kind of, like, the beauty of it and stuff, is that there's no history. We don't have a rich history of shows, you know? There's no CBGBs to look upon with nostalgia of the good old days of when punk was real or whatever, you no know? No death in audio, no yeah, no, right, right, whatever. Exactly. So, you know, we're, we're, we're figuring it out, and I think it's good. I mean, I'm very happy. I'm not going anywhere. I feel very fulfilled. And there's a, a need, there's a necessity, you know, and I think that's like the, the big, you know, the big thing that keeps me there is that I feel satisfied. I feel like I'm part of something. I feel like there's community. I feel like there's appreciation. There's collaboration. Everybody is very into working together and making this thing work. You know, some people's intentions might not all be the same and stuff, but we generally agree upon the same direction we're all walking in and stuff, you know, so... We're, 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 we're going, you know, we're, we're doing, I don't know if it's the right way or whatever, but we're, we're, you know, we're trying to figure it out. Okay. Great. Okay. I'm into that. More music. Because yeah. that's kind Let's of why we're here. It. Oh boy. Absolutely. What's next? All right. So keeping it in the vein of kick-ass females, we're going to go on to Color Noise. So this is Sonia, Allison, and uh, Mari Navarro, who uh, we just played before. And uh, I believe this is uh, She Was Machine, and this is like their latest track they just released, and it's also awesome.
so uh, there's been a lot of rock and roll we've been hearing, mm-hmm. and also some cool electronic music. Would you say like the scene in Costa Rica is like very musically diverse, or do, would you say there's like you know different scenes, or what's going on? Oh, uh, absolutely. I mean, one of the biggest bands we have is a straight edge hardcore band. You know, so like that's what are they called? They're called uh, Billy the Kid and they do European tours. They're massive, 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 massive band. You know, they're one of the biggest bands we have. And, uh, you know, then we also have crust punk bands. You know, we have crusty punk kids, you know, like, you know. Costa Rican crust punk sounds like the jam. And actually, I just did a big story on. um, I saw that actually. Yeah. yeah, Hardcore punk in Central America. And so, like, it seems like um, youth crew, hardcore, Mm -hmm. and straight edge is a big touchstone in Central America, which is really interesting. Yeah, it's alive and well. And. You know, uh, it's, it's you know, they're a very brotherhood and all that sort of stuff, so they all show up, you know, like, they got, like, a good, uh, you know, if they do a show, they all come through, you know, so that's, that. they're one of the stronger parts of the scene for sure, but, you know, we have noise, uh, like I said, we got crust punk, there's, like, a big, like, real kind of punk, you know, just pop punk, just kind of very, like, pop punk scene, kind of, like, Hardcore punk and stuff like that. You like, got, um, like, garage punk? That's my favorite flavor. Yeah, I mean, that would be, like, Avenegra, I would say, is, like, a little more yeah. in that kind of and stuff like that. There's a few bands that they've kind of inspired and stuff like that. So we got, like, a little a little scene kind of going on there. You know, we have some more, like, kind of generic kind of indie, indie rock type stuff. And then, you know, we have all the Latin stuff also. Like, just, like, straight up, like, you know, kind of, like... Uh, worldy music, just kind of very, like, you know, it's everything from cumbia to, like, salsa to, like, you know, rock and, like, so they'll, they'll kind of grab from whatever whatever is convenient or whatever they need to, like, you know. Who's, like, a big name in Costa Rica? Like, what are, like, oh, obviously man. we're all hipsters, but what's, like, a normal, random, right. you know, mom or dad oh, listening to? Oh, man, uh, some... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Obviously, you're not a mom and dad. Yeah, no. Uh, I would say uh, what, like Los Ajenos or something like that. Like maybe they're kind of like ska, and you know they're just big bands. You know they got like 15 people, and it's just, you know kind of chaotic and stuff like that. And it's you know it's fun. Um, uh, you know then I don't know. For me, like within our scene, the big bands, the big ones mm-hmm. are like you know Cuatro Veinticuatro and stuff like that. Like, have you guys heard of those guys? No. no? That, that's, like, Epicentro and, like, 424. It's, like, the same dude uh, who does Epicentro. Okay. Mm-hmm. He manages 424 and stuff like that. So those are, like, the bands that we kind of look up to in terms of, like, they go to Mexico and they play, uh, uh, what was it, La Viva... Um, Viva Latino? Viva Latino and stuff like that, you know? So those are, like, the bands that we kind of look up to that, you know, are, you know, kind of doing it. You know, they're kind so of... So Las Robertas would really be the big band. Yes and no, like, I would say 424 is even a little bit bigger than them, just because, you know, they do it up more, like, 424, like, you look at their music videos, you look at, like, their presence, and, you know, the tours that they do, they're not quite as, like, you know, Lizoretas are still a little more DIY, like, you know, uh, Meche is the one that makes all the calls, she's the one that's on the phone and sending emails and does all the stuff, you know, versus Cuatro Veinticuatro that actually have a manager who's the guy that does Epicentro and stuff. So, like, I would say there's definitely, like, a, you know, they're, they're a little more up on the totem pole or whatever on the, you know, the ladder. Okay, cool. And then the next track that we have up is uh, a song by Nanuka. 
Yeah, so Nanukam was also another ex-roommate of mine, and uh, she is uh, just killing it, man. She's been involved in the scene since forever, just this little punky girl, and, um, you know, uh, we were living together, and she was writing songs and stuff, and I kind of just, you know, like, she, she was doing her own thing, man, but, like, you know, I helped her along a little bit, and now she's got a band and stuff, and it's uh, a band called uh, Amerced. Just came out, you know, but this is uh, her kind of bedroom acoustic, just uh, her on her own. And I believe it's called Quiero Ser Un Topo. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Nanuka. So the next song is uh, Wolfberry, 
And this is uh, somebody super new. She is uh, fresh out of uh, the scene. She actually put together this track and uh, a video just for the video mixtape. So this is somebody, again, that uh, she had sent me some tracks where she was singing. And she had some friends that are in another band called Señorita Abril. And they helped her put together... Um, kind of the instrumentals and then uh, she just killed it on the vocals and uh, this is called Wolfberry and it's called Falling. Yeah, I remember that from the mixtape. It really stood out to me when I was listening. Um, really, really a lot of different kinds of music in Costa Rica. Like, Yeah, I mean, that's definitely what I was trying to do with this mix. I wanted to kind of, you know, just highlight the diversity of it. And I kind of really love that. Like, I, I like that, you know, it, there's, it's not what you expect, you know? You might expect, like, some surf music or some shit like that or something, you know, way more, you know... Salsa or something, yeah, you know? Um, And we have those things, too, but 
you know, if you ever go to San Jose, you'll realize it's very not the beach. Like, we don't all live in the beach, and there is, you know, this city life, and it is a third world country, and it, it's got all these, you know, other elements that maybe aren't touristically, you know, sellable, and most people don't, you know, imagine that when you hear it. But, you know, we, we've, we've got all that gritty stuff, too. You know, we, we've got that, you know, punk edge and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all happening. And there's, you know, a lot of uh, queer culture, a lot of, you know, kind of, you know, even like what we talked about before, ghetto gothic. Like, one of mm-hmm. my friends from Costa Rica was like, yo, you got to go check out the ghetto gothic parties. Like, and, you know, he's some dude that's never been to New York, you know, but with, now with the internet and shit... Like, everyone knows everything, and everyone can be hip, and, you know, all the girls are wearing chokers, and all this sort of, you know, it's all, it's all happening, you know? Like, we're, 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 we, we're We've spent it. our day making fun of people wearing chokers, so yeah. I'm like, I'm really excited yeah. to hear that at least oh, yeah. people in Costa Rica also suck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. like, definitely some very choice noise and experimental stuff, for sure. That seems awesome. to be a thing that stands out to me. I want to I wanna know a little bit about our next song, which yeah. is by Vos y los Fenomenos. Uh-huh. That's kind of a fantastic name oh, for a band. Yes. Yeah. Um, what can you tell us about him? All right. So this kid is very near and dear to my heart. You know, I love him so much. He's, again, just somebody that's constantly putting out stuff, you know, records it all himself. Uh, he teamed up uh, with uh, another friend for this project. And they just kind of whipped it together, you know, like they had some tracks that they wanted to do. And, you know, by no means do I want to say they didn't try. But, you know, again, like it's very effortless. It's very, it just kind of flows out of these kids. And, um, yeah, this is uh, Vos y los Fenomenos. And what's the... The track is Oro Pimento. Uh, Yes, exactly. And it's a beautiful track. Perfect summer track.
the mic came back on, we were just talking about how much we really love this song. This was like really cute, quirky, summer fun. Uh, I'm all about this fucking life. This is what it is. Um, and I think we're also at our last song, are we not? No. Yes, we are. I mean, yes. And, we are. And that's we okay. Are. It's been a long day. Um, first off, I want to thank our guest. Uh, what's your name? Kevin Leon. <laughs> thank you, Kevin. Thank you yeah, for coming by. No, thanks for having me, guys. This um, has been awesome. Please tell our listeners where they can find you, your work, and you know some of these other musicians. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, you can check out my stuff at on Facebook, you know, Super Legitimo. And then I've got an Instagram with my photography, also Super Legitimo. And you should check out uh, the mixtape for sure. That's at superlegitimo.com. And it's on YouTube and stuff called uh, Video Mixtape 2016, and yeah, check that out if you liked uh, what you heard, and you can find more bands. Awesome. Well, we are Song Mess. Uh, again, my name is Richard Villegas, and I'm joined by the always incredible... Beverly Bryan. And you can find <laughs> us on Facebook, on Instagram, on the, fa- on the Twitters, uh, all at Song Mess. You can email us your suggestions, your pirated demo bootlegs... Uh, at songmessmusic at gmail.com. Uh, or you could uh, follow us on iTunes, I think, right? Yeah, but... Yeah, do not forget to follow us on iTunes. That's like a thing. I think that's a thing that people do now. I think that's really cool, I guess. I don't know. All the cool kids follow us on iTunes. <laughs> I love that you say it like it's just yeah. like 1984, like, follow on iTunes. That's what Big Brother does. Um, anyway, but we're going to play out with uh, the last song that Kevin brought in, which is by Monte. Is that correct? Yeah, Monte are just kind of like, you know, they're they're just like, they've been killing it for years, you know. Like, those guys are just like an institution in Costa Rica. And, well, it's, you know, it's Adrian Poel. Like, that guy, you know, just name a band in Costa Rica. And, you know, they've influenced all of them. And... They're still killing it, man. Like, this guy, like, he just does not stay still. This is uh, his latest project that he's been doing for the last few years. Um, right now, it's kind of on a weird hiatus, but this came out a few years ago, maybe three, four years ago, but I just feel like it's the essence of him and his band. And it's a two-piece called uh, Neon Furioso, Monte, and, uh, yeah, this is the perfect song to go out to. And later, guys. All right, thank you guys. Uh, I'm sorry, what was the song again? <laughs> Monte Neon Furioso. Neon Furioso. Okay, thank you guys. Bye. Peace. Later.